And now, on Prophetic Faith. tuning in to another week's broadcast here at Prophetic Faith. I'm Pastor Robbie Bear, and tonight we're going into part four of the Harvest series. Now we've already covered uh, why we can expect a harvest. We've already covered why, how we can sow peace into our life and, and what do we do in times of trouble. We sow in times of trouble. When the enemy's trying to pressure us, we sow. That's the time to sow your seed or whatever area it is in your life. Now, on part four, we're going to teach something that is very vital and it's much needed in the body of Christ. Now, whether you believe it or not, God is very concerned about your finances. Now, I know that's, that sometimes it's, it's considered a dirty word in the body of Christ when you talk about money. But let's face it, you need money just about every single day. Everything, just about everything you do is somehow tied or related to finances. So it's very important that we understand how we can connect ourselves to a heavenly economy. Yes, you say, are you one of those preachers that preach uh, about prosperity? Absolutely. Why? Because it's in the Word of God. I want you to know that before we dive into this message, God wants you blessed. I'm not just talking about the preacher or the song leader. I'm talking about anybody who is now a believer in Jesus Christ. God wants you blessed. How blessed does He want you? He wants you so blessed that you're able to help many people, to, to be able to touch many lives. So let's go into this message right now because we're going to learn how God wants us to treat our finances. Because as I tell you before, I'll say it again. God said, if you want money, He said, give money. If you want peace, sow peace. If you want joy, sow joy. So money's no different. But tonight we're going to learn specifically what you and I need to do with our finances so that we can expect a financial harvest. So let's go into this message right now. It's really going to bless you. I'll see you in just a moment. Now, Deuteronomy 8, 11. It says, Beware that you forget not the Lord your God in not keeping His commandments. How do you forget Him? By not keeping His commandments, His judgments, His statutes, <clears throat> which I command you this day. Lest when you have eaten and are full, and you have built good houses, somebody say good houses, and dwelt therein, when your herds and your flocks have multiplied, when your silver and your gold is multiplied, and all that you have is what? Multiplied. Then I tell you that God is in the multiplication business. Verse 14, Then your heart be lifted up 
And then you forget the Lord your God, which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. In other words, he said, don't forget that before me you had nothing. Before me you had nothing. Verse 15, who led you through the great and terrible, the King James says terrible, it says awesome, terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents, scorpions, droughts, where there was no water, and brought you forth water out of the rocks of flint, who led you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers knew not, that he might humble you, that he might prove you to do the good at the latter end. So in other words, he said, what I taught you in the wilderness is going to keep you in the promised land. Verse 17, that you say in your heart, my power, somebody say my power, and my might have gotten me wealth. Isn't that most people's attitude when it comes to money, if they've got it? I did this. I worked hard for this. I, I was smart. I was successful. And I done this. Verse 18, and this is for everybody that might be questioning whether there is a prosperity message in the gospel. This is for everybody that is wondering, well, you know, I've heard both sides. I've heard that God wants me to be blessed, but then I've heard that God just wants me to have, you know, just enough to get by, and that's fine, right? Verse 18, you shall remember the Lord thy God, for it is whom? What's that? He that gives you power to get what? Was that the book of Robbie? No, what was it? That was the book of Deuteronomy, didn't it? He said, I give you power to get what? Wealth. That he, why? Why does he do that? That he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto your fathers, as it is this day. So in other words, why does God want His people blessed? It's real simple. If you are blessed, you are able to further the kingdom of God. You are able to support the spreading of the gospel. Amen. Because watch this. I don't care how great of a message that God gives me. All right? If I have not the money to go somewhere or the money to get technology to send it somewhere, it's not going to get out. Are you hearing me? So watch this. Everything just about in your life revolves around money. These lights, the air conditioner, your car, your house, your land, your food, everything around you. Your retirement, your this, your that. Most about, just about everything in your life has to deal with money. So I wanted to read this message to you to let you know that God is very concerned when it comes to your finances. Now I know we've been right. Listen, we've been raised up in churches and 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 we're in an area that is poverty stricken. And most people's mindset is, as long as you've got enough to get by, that's good enough. But guess what? At a show of hands, how many wants to be at a place where you're able to help people in need? How many wants to be at a place where you're able to pay other people's houses off that's in deep debt? 
How many wants to be at a place where you're able to see somebody and just say, hey, you know what? I would like to bless you. Can I bless you? And they just, tears begin to roll down their face. Raise your hand on that. Okay, guess what? Broke people can't do that. Amen. Can't do it, can you? And what you've got to understand is, is that poverty is not a blessing. It is a curse. Say that with me. Poverty is a curse. It's a curse. You can't glorify it. You can't make it holy. You can't make it righteous. It's a curse. If you'll go to Deuteronomy 28, you'll read that in the part in the section of blessings, God says, I will make you a lender to nations. Somebody say amen. I will make you a lender to nations and you will not borrow. Brother Robbie, is there a place I can come to where I don't have to go in debt, but I can pay cash for something? Yes. There is a place that you can go in God where you've got enough money that not only have you paid your stuff off, but you are able to pay other people's stuff off. What, what kind of blessing would it be for you to be able to send missionaries to different places, not just outside of the U.S., but inside the U.S.? Because let me tell you something, there's a mission field here. How, what kind of a blessing would it be if you was able to see a, a local pastor, this or that, wanting to start up a church and you have the money, the financial needs to say, hey, I'll pay for you to build your church. What a blessing would that be? But see, guess what? You can't do any of that. Many of you have that desire, but maybe you don't have that in the natural. Amen? Maybe you're in debt. Maybe you're, uh, you're making it paycheck to paycheck. Well, guess what? If you'll listen to me today, I'm going to teach you how to stop living paycheck to paycheck. I'm going to teach you how, how God's way to financial success. Now, if you'll see right here, God says it's not your job, it's not the economy, it's not anything else, it's not pure luck. He said, it's me that gives you power to obtain wealth. Now, those of you that's been here for quite a few years, you know that every year I preach on four different types of giving. And I told you that there's one type of giving that will get you out of debt quicker than any other type. And if you don't remember, I'm going to let you in on it. It's sowing seed. Sowing seed. And today, I'm going to break this down for you. And by the end of this message, you're going to know that this is the Word. Somebody say amen. This is not going to be what your favorite TV evangelist said or what so-and-so said. You're going to see this in the Word for yourself about sowing seed. That it is a part of the gospel. And if you have any hopes of being uh, wealthy in the Lord and prosperous in the Lord so that you can come to a place where you're able to bless others, then you better listen to this message. Now, for those of you in here watching that may be saying, hey, I've already successful. I've already got a bunch of money. Why do I need to hear this? Let me tell you why you need to hear this. Because this keeps it coming in. Let me just spin right here. I said, this keeps it coming in. See, I don't care if you've got $1 in here this morning or you've got a million dollars in here this morning. 
you want more than what you've got right now. And guess what? Especially in today's time, a million dollars don't go as far as it used to. It really don't. And people might look at uh, business people and say, oh, well, you know, they got a multi-million dollar business. Well, guess what? I guarantee you they got multi-million dollar problems too. Somebody say, hey. It's the same thing. So this is for everybody. See, that's what I love about the kingdom of God is that you can start right where you are. It doesn't matter if you've got a million dollars or if you've got one dollar in your pocket. You can start right where you are. And the great thing about seed is what we've taught all this time. The great thing about seed is you can take one seed and make it into many. That's the power that God has placed in the law of the seed. He said, as long as time remains, there'll be seed time and harvest time. So Galatians 6, 7, let's read this real quick. (coughs) It says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man sows, what? That shall he also reap. So, so far we've learned that it's our right to operate in this law of sowing and reaping because we are now the seed of Abraham through Christ Jesus. We've learned that if you want peace, you got to do what? Sow it. We've learned that if you want the troubles to turn around and and good to come out of your troubles, what do you got to do? You got to sow even when you're under pressure. That's what we've learned so far. So watch this. So I'm going to say again what God told me that one time. When I, I mentioned this last week, He said, if you want peace, give peace. If you want joy, give joy. And then the last statement said, He said, if you want money, you give money. Now, that's not out of my mouth. That's out of the mouth of God. He says, if you want more money, give more. Somebody say, Give. So watch this. If you're connected to an earthly economy, this is going to be hard for you to understand because the world says if you want more, keep more. Amen? If you want more, keep more. Get some more jobs. Get some more extra income if you want to be successful, if you want to be blessed. God says give more. Be a blessing more. And watch what happens. He said, give and it shall be given what? Good measure. He didn't say little measure. He said good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and what? Running over. Shall men give unto your bosom. So he'll cause men to give unto you. So how many knows real quick? Is there any shortage of money on the earth? No. People say, oh, there's a shortage of money today. There ain't no shortage of money. It's just in the wrong hands. What we want to do is we want to learn how to get it from the wicked. Come on, that's Bible. He said the wealth of the wicked is laid up for whom? The righteous. So we want to learn how to get the, the, the devil's hands off of your money back to your hand. So you can be able to be a blessing to people. Amen? So watch this. Listen. Are you ready to learn how to guarantee... The increase of your income. Are you ready to learn? Watch this. And it can't be by the world's economy. Because let me tell you something. I'm going to take this off. I'm I'm a little hot this morning. Listen, I I feel like i got to preach today. But watch this. A few years ago, about the past decade, we seen the enemy 
try to take out one specific industry. Didn't we? We seen him try to do it. And most people during that time, some lost their companies. You know, some had to file bankruptcy, had to lay off people. Why You say, why are you saying this? I'm telling you this because of this right here. Don't think because you've got an industry that's thriving right now that it can't go sour. What am I saying to you? Don't you put your faith and trust in your job. In the world's economy. Oh, if the economy's good, we're going to be good. Well, what if it's not? I want to teach you today how to get in contact with a heavenly economy. See, because God's economy is different. His doesn't fluctuate. His doesn't go up and down. And see, you'll see, watch this. You'll see later on in this message that even if the industry that you're in is suffering right now, that you'll still be thriving. Because you're connected. Watch this. Because you're connected to a heavenly economy. Can somebody say amen on this? 2 Corinthians 9.11. Here's where we're going to read. I'm going to show you that sowing seed is in the Bible. It's not uh, something you've seen on, on TV. This is in the Word. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 1. It says, as touching the ministry of the saints. This is Paul writing to the church of Corinth. Of Corinth. He says, it is superfluous for me to write to you. For I know the forwardness of your mind. For which I boast to you, to them of Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago. And your zeal had provoked very many. So he said, your giving provoked them to give. Yet I have sent brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain. In this behalf, that as I said, you may be ready. So he said, I sent somebody to you to make sure that you were ready this time to give. Lest happily, if they of Macedonia come with me and find you unprepared. We that we say not... Uh, we say not you should be ashamed in the same confident boasting. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort you or encourage you. Praise God. Now, first and foremost, we have to understand, is it God's will that I prosper? I've heard in the church all my life that uh, people who have money or people who's blessed, they're probably not going to heaven. Why? Because it's easier to go for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But Jesus said, with God all things are possible. But what are we learning tonight? We're learning that we are not supposed to serve money. Now see, that's what the world does. The world goes out every single day and they are enslaved to money. Everything in their life is revolved around getting money. Why? To pay bills, to do this, to do that. We are not to do that. Paul said, let him that steal, steal no more. But let him work with his hands so that what? He could be a giving. So you and I, we're learning in the kingdom of God. God doesn't want you to work for a living. He wants you to work to be a giving. So in other words, treat your income as seed. 
Yes, treat it as seed. And when we sow into good ground, now let me ask you a question real quick, because this is what stumps most people. They say, where, where do I sow? Uh, how do I know what's good ground and what isn't? Look at the fruits that it bears. Case point, if I go out now and I'm looking and I have an apple seed, I'm looking to sow an apple seed, and I'm trying to find good land, good or good fields that I can sow this apple seed. Now, where am I going to go? Most people are going to say, you're going to go where there's a clear, empty field and there's nothing in it. No. Where, what, where should I go? I'm going to go where I see an apple orchard. You say, now why would you do that? Let me tell you why. Because, guess what? I know that it's working. I can see the fruits in that field that it is working. So if it's working for that field, or for that person, it's going to work for me. So when you see a ministry, or, or a man or woman of God, where you can see the fruits that they're bearing, and they're bearing forth good fruit, you know that that's good ground to sow in. Now as we learn in this series, uh, or in this teaching, that Paul has instructed. Now most people say, well that's, that's something the televangelist came up with, uh, sowing seed into the ministry. No it's not. It's right in the Word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, all from chapter 1 to chapter 11, Paul deals with uh, the church of Corinthians on sowing seed, giving gifts, love gifts, sowing seed into other ministries. And it wasn't just for the benefit of that ministry, it was for the benefit of the Corinthians themselves. Another passage, Paul said, I did not desire uh, a gift from you, he said, but I desire that you would bear fruit. And the only way that we know possible of bearing fruit is you've got to first sow seed. That's with anything in your life. So I want to tell you tonight, is it God's will for you to prosper? Absolutely. Deuteronomy chapter 28, when it deals with the blessings, he said, I will make you lenders unto many nations and you will not borrow. You mean to tell me, Pastor Robbie, that God wants me to come to the place where I'm debt free and I'm also helping other people get out of debt? Yes, that's what it's all about. That's the, that is the currency of the kingdom. It's not so you can just be on a beach somewhere living it up. No, it's not about that. It's about being so blessed, so prosperous, that you can look to somebody in need and say, and God say, hey, help that person. Absolutely. And you help that person. That's why he said it's more blessed to give than to receive. I'm excited about this teaching because it's been much needed in the body of Christ. Now, I appreciate everybody watching tonight. And if you would like to become a faith partner, what is a faith partner? A faith partner is somebody who comes in partnership with this ministry, who's not also praying for this ministry, but also they are sowing seed into this ministry, saying, I, I, I see the work that you're doing, I see the fruits that are coming out of this, and I want to help in doing this. Now, there's many blessings that are tied to, are, are, that are tied to this. Number one, you'll, you'll have no need or lack in your life. Number two, he said that he that gives seed to the sower will multiply your seed sown. And he said he'd give food for your bread or bread for your food. So in other words, while your seed is in the ground maturing, germinating, guess what? You're not in a bind. You're not under pressure. And that's here's the last thing I want to leave with you. He's, 
uh, Paul said to sow seed not under pressure, not of necessity, not out of fear. Now, a lot of people try to, oh, if you don't sow this seed, something, this, this, and this going to happen. Uh-uh, no. That's not how it's done. He said, whatever a man considers in his heart, whatever, whatever God places on his heart to give, let the man sow the seed, not grudgingly, nor out of necessity, because God loves a cheerful giver. When you know the power of harvest and seed, I'm telling you, you're going to be cheerful about it. So if you'd like to become a faith partner, please come in contact with this ministry because uh, everything that you sow in, it goes straight to the ministry that we're able to take this gospel further and further. I'd also like to give this invitation. Now, this, this program is called Prophetic Faith, but we are Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. I'm pastor of Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Now, if you're in the surrounding area, and you want to, uh, if you want to come be with us live, I'm telling you, the power of God is poured out in this place. Signs and wonders are demonstrated for the glory of God. So if you're in the area, come and be with us. Sundays at 11 and then Wednesdays at 7. We'd love to have you. And for those that write us into the ministry, thank you for your comments. Thank you for your letters of encouragement. It really blesses me. And I'm thankful to God that this, this program is touching lives. Let's pray right now. Those of you that's in debt, those of you that's, that's in poverty, that says, Pastor Robbie, I'm tired of struggling paycheck to paycheck. I'm ready to connect to the kingdom economy. Well, let's pray right now. Let's pray that the windows of heaven will be opened up on you and God will pour out blessings that you're not able to contain. Now, how is that done? When you pay your tithe. But, first of all, you've got to get yourself in position to be blessed. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for every person that's watching right now. Lord, I thank you, Father, that you have opened up the avenue to see, to let, them, let it be revealed unto, him that, uh, unto them that it's not your will that any of us struggle or be in lack. Not at all. But it is your will that we come to the place of prosperity. We come to the place of wealth where we're able to help many people. We're able to fund churches, to, to fund the kingdom of God around the world because it takes money to do these things. I thank you right now, Father, that you're raising us up to a heavenly economy. And I pray for every person that may be in debt right now, that may be struggling, wondering how in the world am I going to make it through the end of the month. Father, I pray for supernatural increase in their life. The supernatural doesn't make sense. It makes faith. So, Father, I speak right now for this, and I thank you, Lord, that you've already met every need according to your riches, which are in Christ Jesus. So we put our faith and our trust and our hope in you alone, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Now listen, part two next week. You don't want to miss it because we're learning something vital in the kingdom of God. We love you guys. We're praying for you. Keep walking by faith. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at accelerantfaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at acceleratefaith.org as well.
command the lame to walk. We command it in the name of Jesus. The devil is a liar.